0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of L.O. Governor, the podcast. Yes, I know it's like at, you know, almost at almost May. I apologize for the long um, hiatus. Once again, this show has been cursed with long hiatuses. I apologize for that. But, you know, life's been kind of hectic for me. And it, and, there, and there's not there hasn't been a lot of time for me to do this show. But um Finally found someone to do the show with me, at least for today, and, uh, you want to introduce yourself?
1: Hello, my name's Tom Carter, I've been on the show before, uh, slash, um, Index Sonic on YouTube.
0: Yeah, um, you might remember Tom from the Dave Fenoy interview we did back last year, and the, um, Doctor what? Who episode. Which, if you have not listened to the Doctor Who episode, please listen to that, because I, that was one of my favorite episodes recording, because, um, it was a lot of fun. Anyway, Marvel Comics. I got a... Oh, my God. Like, you know, you know a company is struggling when they announce this. Like, because they announced today, like, they're working on another book, I'm guessing, Wolverine, The Death of Wolverine or some shit like that. And I'm thinking to myself, you know a book is selling badly when you have to resort to a gimmick a gimmick one-shot, I'm guessing, to, to, sell bo- uh, to sell a book.
1: Yeah, I'm guessing you've got an animating bone to pick with this one, then, don't you? Because, <laughs> <laughs> well, cause,
0: cause, like, cause here's my problem, like, okay, there are, like, three Wolverine books. There's Wolverine and the X-Men, Savage Wolverine, and just Wolverine from the New Marvel Now relaunch. Yeah. So, why do we need another one? Like, <sighs> You know, Wolverine is one of those characters that I, I ha- I've I always had a difficult time liking because I always felt he was just, you know, he was just always like Batman to me. But, you know, the problem with, with that is, like, even Batman, there were some, you know, depending on the writer, there were, like, a lot of Batman stories I enjoyed. But with Wolverine, I have yet to find a story with him that I really enjoyed because quite honestly, I think he's just one of those characters who's just a gimmick character, whose entire, you know, gimmick is his thing. Like, you know, he's, a, I'm a badass who has, like, claws. <laughs> yeah, you know?
1: well, yeah, Wolverine always has been, a, uh, Wolverine's been an interesting character, that's the thing, it's like he, he has a good concept out of the character, it's just the fact that ever since I would say probably X-Men 1 back in 2000. Uh, he's sold like hotcakes, that's the thing. He's probably one of Marvel's most profitable characters in their line, in their catalogue of characters.
0: Yeah, I know. I mean, he got popular from the movie, and, you know, they marketed on that, and I understand that that, you know, happens. And but But, yeah. like... Well, it wasn't even the movie. It was like even before that, like the '90s in the cartoon. He was like the most popular character from that cartoon, and you know he had like so many, you know, stuff. Yeah,
1: he had so many novels and stuff like that, like um, Wolverine Gambit and so on, etc. But the, thing, the I think the reason why Wolverine did so well was because um, our world properties of Marvel during that time period, during the '90s, I think um, X Men hold up reasonably hold up the most well out of the Marvel characters in that time period, and out of all of the X Men characters, the one that seemed to do the most well was Wolverine. And well, yeah, because because today.
0: like because like during the '90s, X Men was like the only book that was doing well. Yeah, like it was it was being handled by people who gave a shit about the source material. You know, Chris, uh Chris Claremont. If it wasn't for him, X Men would not be as big as it is today. Because he huh. put a lot of effort into his writing. I mean, he wrote the he wrote that entire uh, what was it? The Wolverine uh, Ghost of Japan storyline, yeah. which yeah, a lot it of people like. Right? Yeah, yeah, you know, and and he put a lot of effort into that. And he was one of those. And it kind of pisses me off as well. Where like most people remember Frank Miller, but it's like, well, Frank Miller was just the artist for that. He didn't write that. Clis uh, Clis Clare- Claremont wrote that. It wasn't uh, Wait, it wasn't Frank Miller. You know.
1: Well, I, and uh, uh, you know, fragmented drawn, To be honest,
0: I was the writer.
1: That show you how much I remember my comic book
0: history. <laughs> I mean, no, Chris Claremont was so big that I think at Comic Con, Hugh Jackman himself like stood up and said, you know.
1: Honestly, I just want to right. give
0: a big, uh, just want to shake this guy's hand because he, you know, th- if it wasn't for him, there would be no X Men franchise because he, you know, took a book and made it into made it into a huge phenomenon. Yeah. And he got to realize, like back in the '90s, Marvel was struggling; like they were struggling with their sales. I mean, they almost went bankrupt at one point.
1: Well, that's why um, a lot of people, if you don't know, um, well, you probably listen to you do know, is that that's why all the Marvel film franchises it spread all out. Over the place because they had to sell off their film franchises, their film rights for their own characters, just so they could not go bankrupt.
0: Yeah, and not to mention, like, um, you know, Spider Man almost died because of the Clone Saga. Because that, Ooh. you know, that, sto- that story that storyline was so fucking awful. To this day, I'm su- I'm surprised Spider Man survived. Anything yeah. after that because it was so bad. <laughs>
1: yeah. uh, be fair, uh, be fair. It's like nineties uh, really bad. Then mid nineties was he okay for Spider Man. and I think more recently he's gotten better. To be honest, he, it's like they they've got him on the right track now. Again, it took him nearly a decade, but you know they're getting there.
0: <laughs> now it's kind of weird because you look at you look at all the all the other stuff and they they seem to be doing okay, but. You look at X-Men. X-Men is just a confusing fucking mess right now because there's just so much going on. There's just so many X-Men books. And the problem with all the X-Men books is, like, you have to read all of them to know what's going on. I mean, they did, like, a crossover thing with, like, the Battle for the Atom thing. And the only way to to really understand that is, like, you have to read all the books to understand what happened before that. and then And then they bring back the old X-Men. And it's just...
1: And it's it, it,
0: it's 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 really fucking confusing. Yeah.
1: And it doesn't <laughs> help that the fact that because it's scattered all over the place, I can imagine. I haven't been reading it myself, but I can imagine the continuity. You have to be really careful on that. We, all the writers have to have, they have to be talking to each other.
0: Well, I know Bendis does um, two X Men books, and I know Brian Wood does the. X-Men one with the all-female team. Yeah. And I think that's it. And I think there's another writer doing Wolverine and the X-Men. So, you know, again, a lot of writers, and it's just one continuity, and it's just such a pain. And not to mention they have, like, the spin off books, all new X-Force, and, you know, all, it's just, my God, like, it's just such a pain to follow. And that's why, like, I and, – and going back to Death of Wolverine, I'm thinking to myself – you already have, like, three Wolverine books. Like, why do you need another one? And the death of Wolverine, really? Like, do we really need this? Because this is what I don't like about comics. I hate gimmick events. I hate gimmick storylines that are just there to, to, to shock people and say, oh, you know, we're going to sell billions of copies. And it works, because, you know, people, people eat that shit up. And... You know they did this back, you know, early two thousands of the death of Captain America. Or not really, but you know, yeah, (laughs) that was a huge
1: deal. He was only gone for about like six six months or a year or something like that. He wasn't gone that long. Captain America,
0: death of Captain America. What was it? Um, Death of Superman. That was the one that started it. Because yeah. at
1: least with that one, they kept her away for over a year. That's the thing. Um, there, there was a reason behind that, though. I think it was something to do with copyright. Um, the, the you, you know the whole case thing between um, the creators of Superman, the family? Yeah, um, the yeah, that, Superman, that, yeah.
0: That's, that, that thing's just been going on
1: forever. Yeah, you know, I, I, mean, it, like... I mean, that's the reason why they killed off Superman, because something to do with the court case at that period of time. So what they did, they basically, just to try to calm it down, they killed off the character and basically did not touch Superman for over a year.
0: I think so, and, but pe- but people need to need to realize that what made Death of Superman a good story is because it was a huge not only as it was, was it was a huge event, but it was a well written story that was built up in previous you know a year in advance. Like they introduced Doomsday, um, I think a year before, and they had him fight like all. Uh, um, other superheroes before he went yeah. to before he fought Superman, you know. At yeah. one point he fought, you know, Guy Gardner, you know. So,
1: yeah, and even the build up to when he gets get to the um, the whole death of Superman thing, um, it, he actually took on the other members of the Justice League as well and took yeah. them yeah, out, yeah, yeah. stuff like that. So they built him up really well, doing stuff. Yeah, boat. and not,
0: not to mention like if you look at the early issues, you don't see him outside the green suit.
1: No, you don't.
0: It wasn't it, until like the death, the death. Of Superman did you know that thing you know got ripped and you it, it, were introduced to the to the, to the character.
1: Yeah, I mean it's like only the only one that managed to get that suit off that green suit off him was Superman, and it was like really really intense moment. But again, going back to the death of Wolverine, um, the whole significance of this sort of thing. Um, if this wants to do well, it basically needs that sort of edgy slash shock. Value slash good story writing that's what he it needs it's um you need to literally make it feel legitimate that he is going to die but it I don't know it's just just one of those things it was like it's I think it's just there to, to sell to sell books that's the only reason why I think this is here
0: not to mention like um wasn't the uh, uh, wasn't it like a few years ago did they have like a Wolverine in Hell storyline
1: oh yeah he met <laughs> up with Sir Sabertooth that didn't he yeah uh, yeah he did. <laughs> yeah.
0: And that was really dark for an X Men book where he goes to hell and he sees a fucking what was it, a pedophile wearing a gas mask in a birdcage or something like that? Yeah. And like, What the fuck?
1: Yeah. Well, no, <laughs> I mean it's like the last superhero I think they killed off in the Marvel Universe, um um, I think it was the human torch, I believe, off the top of my head, so
0: Oh he he came back. <laughs> yeah, he came back quite quickly to
1: be honest. i I think it was just 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 because of the huge Lash, um, Backlash, because of that. Um, but yeah, I think Wolver- I think, that, I think they're gonna kill Wolverine, but all I'm gonna say, he, he's gonna be back. Give it, give it, like, a year, a year or six months, and he'd be back.
0: Like, that's the thing, and the problem is, is, like, Wolverine, you know, he he went through, like, a, a decent arc. I remember, like, the last decent arc he went with, through was with him and his son, yeah. I thought that was a decent arc until they did made the mistake by killing you know his son off. I thought that was a huge mistake because I really liked the character and I like, and I like that dyna- that dynamic because it it gave Wolverine something else to do where it's like holy shit you know there's a bastard child I have. How do I deal with him? You know.
1: Yeah, uh, the uh, the one problem we got got with that is that Marvel, uh, well, most comic companies I would say is that. Uh... They don't like staying away from the status quo too long. It's um oh, some, God, stuff, yes. <laughs> some some stuff have stick. That's the thing. That's what some people gotta realise, that some stuff has stick, but in more recent years they seem to um just don't 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 wanna take a risk too long, that's the thing. But um with Wolverine, I think just gonna be one of these things. He is gonna die and he is gonna be back. Um, not long afterwards. But it'd be interesting to see how long they're gonna keep him out of the picture. Like if they keep him out for like three years, so bloody hell, that I'd go him from that. But um yeah, that's all I have to say, Death Wolverine. I just hope it doesn't end up like um did you read Wolverine's Origins?
0: Oh which one? Origin one
1: or Origin Two? Oh god I can't remember. Um I think it was at like, the first the very, very first one Wolverine Origins of Beginnings.
0: Oh God, yeah, that was a. <laughs> I
1: remember that
0: came out during the movie. Yeah, and it's like it was supposed to be a tie-in thing to yeah. it, and and I'm like, bone claws, really, really. Yeah, that what
1: I, that's what I um actually I actually got that on um I actually got that on a deal on trade paperback a hardcover. Of it I think I got it for like um it was actually quite quite good deal. It was actually um ten ninety nine for that book and one of and a Spider Man one, so I wasn't complaining about it, but um. Yeah, I, I think it's probably going to be on the same level as that, probably story-wise. If um, if if they just want a quick cash-in time in for thing.
0: And speaking of death in the Marvel universe.
1: <laughs>
0: oh yeah. Old- oh god, I I I am pissed. I am really fucking pissed at uh, Marvel right now because I wanna I wanna talk to the guy who's in charge of the who is in charge of the continuity in the ultimate Ultimate Universe because. Clearly you don't know what you're doing anymore. For those that don't know, uh, back in 2009 there was an infamous book called Ultimatum that uh, was supposed to reboot the uh, Ultimate Universe by having Magneto go crazy and kill everyone and everyone dies and that was supposed to be the reboot. But of course, what makes this even more asinying is the fact that before, during this book, they said they had this rule where anyone who died in the Ultimate Universe was going to die forever. They're not coming back. Yeah,
1: they stayed dead forever.
0: It wasn't until recently when they rebooted the Universe again during Cataclysm, which I never, I didn't really care for that much. I mean, it was it was stupid okay. it was be-
1: It's better than Ultimatum. A lot better than ultimatums, I give it that much credit, but that's not saying much.
0: But here's the thing: one of the relaunched books for the new Ultimate Universe reboot 2.0 was Ultimate Future Foundation, and in that book, we found out that Doctor Doom was alive this whole time. Yeah, and and it beg and it ruins it buttfucks the continuity because. Where were you? Like were am I supposed to believe that you were just sitting in a fucking jail cell for five fucking years just waiting to pass her time? And who was that other doom? You know, I yeah.
1: I'm
0: confu- I'm confused. It's it's just it, it, it's the Highlander 2 moment where it's like, Yep, there are aliens from the planet planet's <laughs> Ice <laughs> you <know>, Why? <laughs> I
1: think the writers of the Ultimate Universe realised how much that rule was going to bite them in the arse. Because they killed off way too many huge villains in that universe. They realised they realized it, it, it literally got them in the arsehole with it. And they realised, okay, we're bringing back Fantastic Four. Okay, what villain are we going to touch on? Oh, you know the biggest villain, Doctor too. Yeah, we can't use him. Oh, no, 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 we can bring him back. He's been being a cell all this time. And you, like you mentioned, the continuity sort of thing. So the, the thing is, they if you don't know, they brought in Agent Coulson into the Otter Universe now. He turned up in the Future Foundation. And him and another S.H.I.E.L.D. member knew, and knew this for a long time, they established this in the book, that locked Dr. Doom being locked up down a cell, a hidden cell inside the S.H.I.E.L.D. base, for. Quite a long period of time for, for for about over like nearly nearly two years give or take, and you're telling me he's been locked up in that cell for nearly over nearly nearly two years, and you had cataclysm this massive event that happened, and you needed scientists, and you you go to read Richard, who's probably more batshit insane in the open universe than Doctor Who has ever been in any continuity, and. You, you think to yourself, hmm, don't we have an evil scientist locked up down, down in our cell at the moment to possibly help us? No, 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 we don't bring that up. Not yet. No, 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 no. no. They said, why? Because they're not supposed to know that yet. I reckon they really didn't plan this out properly. I reckon this was something like spitballed at a meeting or something like that. And they liked the idea it's curious to see if we're going to go with the idea, but I think it's not true. Not. I think it's, unless they don't do something good with it, it's just, it fucks up the continuity, big time.
0: No, I can imagine, like, through my mind, like, it's like, oh, he's in a cell. I can, I I pictured in my mind, like, uh, Coulson walking into, to a cell, and he's like, strapped to a, to a, to a chair, sitting and painting, and he's like, Hannibal Lecter, he's like, hello, Coulson. <laughs> <laughs> I can actually
1: see that. I can actually see that. It'd be like a big glass cell as well. It's just like, hello, Colson He like, said, so do we go help her? No, I don't feel like helping today. I feel like painting.
0: Oh, and you have like Red Skull who's still alive and he just throws his cum at Colson yeah. <laughs> Skull, you stupid fuck. <laughs> it was a,
1: I can actually imagine that. The Red Skull's probably locked down in this hidden cell, this hidden dungeon as well. I just see the Red Skull and say, hey, hi! didn't you get shot in the head? Whoa, it's that anti-sleepy dart that shot me in the head. But really, she'll get me down here, just in case of emergency. Yeah, um, how are you doing the Galactus up there? Oh, my God. It it does boggle. It, it really boggles my mind. It's just like they're on a lot of stuff they, they say they're not going to do. And um, I think the on, on foundation, no, it's just only just getting started. I heard it was, like, very mediocre at the moment. It's like, it's not oh, bad, artwork,
0: it's not good. No, it's awful. Like, it doesn't give a shit about the continuity. I heard not the artwork. Just, yo, the artwork is awful. Fucking awful.
1: I heard, like it, I saw it. It's, like, very watercolor-based sort of thing. It's very weird.
0: Yeah, and, and another thing I don't like is the team lineup. It's, like, uh, so it's Sue Storm, Iron Man, Falcon, and I don't remember the other guy was the
1: thing? Is it
0: the thing? No, it wasn't the thing. Oh, I can't remember. The, Sue, Sue Storm is the only Fantastic Four person on the team. Ah, So, you know, it. it's just dumb. And I'm thinking to myself, Iron Man, really? So <laughs> you know, you're, tell, you're telling me the guy who was in the Ultimates is now, like, on a fucking B team as well? Like, why?
1: I think it was like, a... Team, I think he just basically just. He, I, I, if you I feel you like Red catechism K- K- I think he just want to get away from the Ultimate Team. That's just my personal view on it, but you know, oh god, it's not, it's not, it's not good. It, it's interesting, but the only good thing about bringing Doom back, he still has the. They brought back him in his original design. <laughs> The, um, well, they race. they
0: showed they they showed a new design for not not a new design, but they showed like a new
1: uh, design. You
0: know, not not a reason like a new outfit for him. it's more like his his like original outfit, but he still has the goat legs, which I'm happy because those those things are awesome. <laughs> yeah,
1: but yeah. Um...
0: So he's gonna be sticking around, unfortunately, because you know.
1: Well, <laughs> oh, he's he's not the only one they brought back from the dead recently. So oh, who else did they bring back? <laughs> you know the Green Goblins back, right? Oh, God.
0: <laughs> yeah, I read that, and I'm like, no. No.
1: <laughs> why? Has that issue actually come out? Because they revealed the artwork in Spacey in the Arts. Answer-
0: yeah, no, 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 no. That's that's July, and they announced that, and I'm like, why? Bendis, Why? I know you're struggling for ideas, but goddamn. <laughs> well,
1: in, in a way, I'll give him credit, is that with the Green Goblin, there's the thing I like about the Green Goblin in the Ultimate Universe, because I think this is what they did run in the 616 universe. In the 616 universe, they oversaturated the Green Goblin, because Green Goblin's supposed to be like Spider-Man's most... Like, he's very, very deep-down arch-nemesis. Like one of his, I would say one of the top three villains in spider universe.
0: Yeah, but but the problem with him is like he's always struggled in the in the um normal universe because they because yeah. I fucking hated what was it Dark Reign where they turned his character into Vince McMahon. Yeah, where it was a stupid power hungry guy who yeah. like, you're fired and all this dumb shit. <laughs> Well this way they're
1: oversaturated, they use them too much the universe This is when the ultimate universe got it right, is that they didn't use him too much. In a way, it actually comes off as a threat in that sense. Because you think about it, each time he turned up, shit went down hugely.
0: <laughs> yeah, but at the same t- I don't like the synopsis of, oh Miles because the synopsis basically says this Miles meets the Green Goblin, the guy who killed Spider Man, or did he? And I'm like, please don't imply that he didn't kill Peter. To be fair, you know? <laughs> they
1: already been setting the seed in the actual comment they've been setting the seeds for Peter coming back. Like for example, you see um you see Miles basically meeting up with one of the um one of the original Marvel characters and stuff like that. Uh, I can't remember who it was, but it was down around Peter Old Neighborhood and everything. I think it was Gwen. I can't remember, not as I'm sure. But um and in the last panel is basically you see like a silhouette of like which looked like to be Peter Parker. And um, I think Peter is going to come back in some way or some form. I don't know how they're going to do it, but um, I reckon it's going to be linked in with the Green Goblin somehow.
0: No, oh, he's probably going to be a clone or something. <laughs> how fucked up
1: would it be? Because you could, could you know the whole mutation is about him transforming into um, into the Green Goblin, right? How
0: fucked yeah. up would it
1: be if Peter <laughs> turns out to be the Green Goblin? Oh, God, no. I can see that happening.
0: Uh, uh, it was Peter oh, the whole time. Oh,
1: Yeah. God. Well, the, the thing is that when you read the final story, with the, the death of Spider Man, when you actually read it, by the way, great, great little run, read it. Um, when Spider Man is actually, actually taking on, like, the Citizen, uh, the of six, taking him all on, and, like, and uh, the last person he takes on is Green Goblin. And um, when well, you see him wailing on him with that semi-truck, um, there's a shot um, after when Peter finally does die. Um, if you look at the Green Goblin's face, he's smiling. And a lot of people thought that was a bit odd. So that's probably the very... I, I'm guessing Brian Michael Fernandez probably had that planned for quite a while. Be honest. This is the one thing I do like about Mike Brown. Bendis, he does plan stuff out, you know.
0: Well, he's a he's a hidden miss yeah. I would say.
1: Yeah, but this is one thing I'm giving credit for. He he does know how to set up a scenario and then later on know where to pick it up and set the seeds for it. You know, I'm giving credit for that.
0: Um, uh, to me, like Bendis, like my problem with him is he. He's, you know, his only run that I enjoyed was the original Ultimate Spider-Man run. That's the only run I can look at and say, "This is a great run that everyone should read." Yeah. But I everything think, else mean, he's, but like everything else he's done, has just been so mediocre and or just flat out terrible.
1: To be fair, when he came back from writing Miles Morales, I think that's been good, to be honest.
0: Yeah, but with Miles, I think it you know, new character, new, you know... Yeah, new
1: stuff. You new... you can get away with doing some stuff with a new character. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, but... Yeah. But, like, you know, with, with all the current stuff that he's doing with X-Men and Guardians and all this other stuff, I'm kind of like, eh, you know... And yeah. Speaking of guardians, I'm kind of pissed off that you know Star Lord had a decent design in the comics, but now it's like oh, you know let's make him look like the movie version because you know people are stupid and they can't buy won't, they won't buy it if it's not like the movie and I'm like god damn it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean I haven't been reading guardians and everything. No, like, but I saw but... that
0: like he like because because like posted like a, a of the new issue uh, on his Tumblr. And it was just a, it was a group shot of them, and Star Lord had his new fucking movie outfit because you know people are stupid and they can't tell that's supposed to be Star Lord if he doesn't look like he (coughs) in the movie. And it, it, and now Venom is on there because Venom. Oh,
1: it's the Flash Thompson Um, Venom. I'm taking right. Yeah.
0: Flash
1: Thompson (laughs) still got Venom.
0: Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. Unfortunately.
1: Yeah. Well. To be fair, they did do did uh, like if you look through the history of the Marvel film, when it comes to them and uh, when it comes to their movie counterparts with their comic counterpart, they do change them significantly before a film comes out. That's that's the one thing we have to be accepted of, to be honest. So, like, for example, even when, when when Robert Downey Jr. plays Iron Man, look how much the Iron Man character changed during that course up to that film and after that film. <laughs>
0: I'm just glad that they gave him like a new armor that wasn't based on the movie. Yeah. <laughs> much as I much as I hate the Guardians design uh, of his armor, at <laughs> least it wasn't from the movie. <laughs> yeah.
1: I I didn't I don't I don't like the gold the gold armor from the third film. I really don't like that design. It really bugs me for some weird reason. The gold the gold armor.
0: I do I do love the uh, new one the black and gold one. That's badass looking. Yeah.
1: Did um yeah. Mm. I don't. What I mean, I don't know. I, don't know what I mean. Um, if you ever speak, if anyone have ever actually spoken to me before, um, this is my opinion on Guardians. I just don't care about it. I really don't do, don't care about the Guardian franchise.
0: <laughs> yeah, and the same here. I just, I, I just, I just like talked about it because I just think it's kind of dumb. Where it's like, because I'm a believer of if you're gonna sell a book, please sell it on the likability of said character, not. You know, making them look like their movie counterpart to sell books, you know? Mm. Or in the case. Because it rubbed me the wrong way. Like, when. I I really wanted to get into the book, but, like, the first stuff that they did, they had Iron Man on the team, and I'm like, wow, how little faith do you have in a book where you have to put in a super. uh, You know, a popular superhero in a D list team to sell books? I mean, that's just sad.
1: Yeah, the the thing is, is that. I reckon that was only there, um, only there because they they want to use another superhero team, possibly to go out of space with. But we all know who owns the rights to that um, that group, so you know we're gonna have to wait until <laughs> next year. I'm telling you, that Fantastic Four film is not getting made. Um, hmm. But yeah, Guard- Guardians. Um, with me, I'm not a big fan of James Wood, I'm not a fan of his work, I'm not a fan of his written work, I'm not a huge fan of his directing work. Um, I think the only reasonably good film he did was um, Sliver, but apart from that, and he was he was okay for the writing for Lollipop Chainsaw, but apart from those two things, I'm not a fan of his work.
0: Uh, me either, because I'm, I'm sorry he... I don't care what he does, he will always be remembered as that fucker who made that stupid cat bullshit in movie 43. Oh god, you had to bring that up. <laughs> I will never let that go, I've seen that fucking movie, and that, that no, just no. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, because a, lo- a lot of people tell me that his work on um, Super was good, I watched it, and I thought to myself, this is just trying to be like kick-ass. This is just a kick-ass clone.
0: I, ah, like... Once again, I wanted to like Super a lot, but the problem with that is it just it tried really hard to to mimic kick ass, like you said. Yeah. With adult situations and whatnot. But the thing is it's like it's too depressing to for mainstream audiences to like and it's just I'm sorry, like there's a scene where the character is roofied and he's almost raped. Like, where's the comedy in that? Yeah, his comedy. You know, just, ugh, just. I know what he was trying to do, and but still, it was okay. It wasn't bad. It wasn't good. It was meh for me. And but the thing is, like, I can't take him seriously for two reasons. You know, one is movie forty three, and two is because he wrote you know the two Scooby Doo movies, and I'm sorry, those two movies hey. were horrible. You know, especially the first one first one was first
1: yeah, mean spirit because
0: because I don't know I don't understand what he was going for in the first one like did he sit down and say he wanted because he seemed like he was in- he was conflicted with himself like he wanted to do like a faithful adaptation at one point but then yeah. said fuck it and just make a mean-spirited parody yeah. of it.
1: You always you, you remind me of that whole sequence, though. Um, I can't remember what it was. I think it was one of the Kevin Smith's films. There's a sequence in... Oh, uh, James uh, uh, J- J- yeah, yeah, James
0: yeah. Allen Bob's straight, straight back. back, and
1: they had the Scooby-Doo in the actual Mission Machine and stuff like that. And I reckon Jane, uh, James Wood saw that sequence and basically based the whole entire film off that sequence. I wouldn't be surprised.
0: <laughs> uh, James, Gunn.
1: <laughs> yeah, James Gunn. Yeah, James Gunn, I'm not a fan of him, yeah. <laughs>
0: Well, you know, it's gonna make money, so whatever. But you know, yeah. again, Marvel, Marvel comics, like you know, I will say this: Moon Knight and uh, Magneto, those are two great books. Those You're are only... so
1: hung up on Moon Knight, aren't you?
0: <laughs> I, I'm sorry, I love that run. Like the yeah. the new current run with Warren Ellis, it's fantastic, dude. It's 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 like wow. <laughs> I, I,
1: I'm going you um, this already. I reckon Moon Knight at some point he will get a Netflix series, like Daredevil is. It's gang.
0: Getting... I read reckon... Well, because there are rumours that they're going to be doing the, the Defenders at some point. Yeah. And, and Moon Knight was a member of The Defenders, so you never know. <laughs> yeah.
1: I wouldn't be surprised that they do, like, a one-off type of thing with Moon Knight on Netflix or something like that, and then then you could do The Defenders movie, because um, Daredevil is getting his own show, and Luke and Iron Fist getting a team-up show as well, so... And also, Agent Carter, I've got to admit, you've got to give Marvel credit on one thing. When it comes to their mass media audience, they're probably more on the best delivering at what fans want to see. It's probably the best way to get it, unlike um, another company, you know, Man of Steel, anyone. <laughs> No, Uh, Um, I
0: I love... I mean, I'm a DC guy, but even I'll admit that they fuck up royally when it comes to their movies.
1: And also, segue into DC, it's um, Batman's 75-year anniversary, and we're getting a load of Batman content at the moment, so...
0: I'm just... I want to talk about the good stuff first. Uh, The two shorts, Bruce Timm's short, awesome. The second short, the Batman Beyond short, fucking awesome. Is that
1: (laughs) finding out? Is that finding out yet? You haven't seen it? No, I haven't seen it yet, no.
0: Oh, it. dude, it's so awesome. I've seen, I
1: seen <laughs> the teaser, right? it where, where it's like the uh, classic Batman taking on the old uh, Batman Beyond, so I've got to actually sit down and watch that properly. Um,
0: oh, the ending, that is just beautiful. Yeah. i big be big hearing, yeah.
1: <laughs> I heard, um, I wouldn't be surprised, this, this is what they should do, because they said this whole 25-year anniversary of Batman is going to end at the end of this month. So what be cool on the last day of this anniversary month you revealed the bat suit from Batman vs. Robin. Because the thing is, a lot of people say, oh, no, no, they don't have a sign of it. That's not true. Um, I recently found an article online that when someone interviewed um, Zack Snyder, he said the costumes are ready and they'd done photo shoots with the costume. And he says he got a personal photo in his own archive. So, you know. <laughs> What better way to reveal that fucking suit on the last day? You know? better,
0: Two things they should do. One, air the entire fucking season of Beware the Batman, because, you know, clearly you guys don't fucking care you for it. You know Beware the yeah. Batman is <laughs> back on
1: TV, right? They, they got airtight. I know, it's just, but it's,
0: it's, it's <laughs> embarrassing, it's, yeah. this really fucking pissed me off, it's like, so you're telling me you're moving it to Toonami, which is on an adult channel, like, really? Yeah,
1: but, but you, <sighs> did, did you hear what time slot they're showing on Toonami at?
0: Three in the morning.
1: Three in the morning, oh, that's a <laughs> <the> <laughs> way to come back, I re- I know seeing something with DC animation and Cartoon Network. I reckon there's some bad blood between the two, because they don't seem to get along uh, no, very
0: no, well, no. unless uh, it's something- uh, um, If you listen to Kevin Smith's Fat Man on Batman podcast, uh, there's a good one with Paul, Paul Dini, and he he talked about uh, networking and whatnot. And he said this, you know, Cartoon Network does not care about action. They want comedy, because they think comedy appeals to boys, and they market to to more to the more de- male demographic, and they want to sell toys. You know, sure. and and I kind of agree with him on that, and it kind of makes more sense because I was listening to that episode again, and I'm like, yeah, you know, it makes more sense now because clearly Teen Titans Go is still going on, and, you know, Beware of the Batman is like, you know, fuck it, just throw it in Toonami, and we'll, rele- we'll release the, we'll do what we did with Green Lantern and release, like, the entire series on Blu-ray in, like, two years' time or something like that. Yeah.
1: Well, it could it could be worse. It's good. Well, well, well like for example, Young Justice got cancelled. Nothing could can be worse than that. But um, yeah, it just it, it seemed unfair. So, for example, um, for anyone who's going to get into doing animation, you want to sell a product. If you're going to Cartoon Network, make sure it's a comedy in some aspect. Because that, <laughs> if you do a comedy for Cartoon Network, they seem to run them for years. It's like I think Adventures Time's still going. That came out like. Early noughties? Early mid-noughties?
0: Uh, 2010, so it's been going on for four years. Yeah,
1: so, you know, it's... Yeah, it, it, if you're going to do an action show, go to somewhere like uh, Nickelodeon. Best way, best place to go for that, uh, from what I've seen at the moment. Cause they seem to take care of their products in some...
0: Well, different. not even Nickelodeon, because Nickelodeon is just blah <laughs> <Well>, right now. <laughs> well, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles have been doing
1: quite well, and they're, they're not mainly primarily an action show with slight comedy, so, you know...
0: Uh, well, you know, again, I think if you want to go to do, like, some stuff, go to the Hub, because the Hub is really,
1: oh, yeah. um,
0: really good. You know, I was, you know, again, I was kind of a naysayer when they first announced the Hub, because I was like, why is Hasbro, you know, doing their own network and whatnot? But mm-hmm. it was surprisingly a good yeah. channel, and I... I'm like, you know, it's... it's it, and it shows nostalgic programs from the '90s, so you know. <laughs> I, I remember you were
1: furious when they announced um, Transformers Prime.
0: Oh yeah! Look how well that turned out. <laughs> oh yeah.
1: That that's I mean I've, I've been one of the best Transformer incarnations in the year. Oh
0: yeah, and I'm and I'm happy. I'm so happy they're continuing it. Ooh. I'm like, yeah, thank, thank, thank you that the next series is a continuation of the, of Prime. Oh, so
1: they're doing something like what they did with um, Armada. Yeah. It's no, no, I'm, I'm just saying, like, um, it's like, it's still the same continuity, but it's just a new show run. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: yeah that, that, that's, uh, okay, fair enough. I just, I just want to make that clear. I just want to make that clear. I'm <laughs> just asking, because it's the first time <laughs> I'm hearing about this. But yeah, back to Batman. Um, yeah, and also, do you hear the news on every single um, virtual cover of every single comic coming out um, this month? Um, they will feature Batman on the cover. <laughs> How do you... Because some people... That rub some people the wrong way because they read it and they're like, oh my god, Batman's going to be on every cover. What the fuck? And then, then, then when you read the article, it's not the main cover. It's the virtual cover. <laughs> And people were in uproar about it, from what I saw, from 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 the, from the different comic communities. And I'm like, have anyone actually read the article? Is except for the headline?
0: Right, <laughs> I think it's just gonna be like, you know. Uh, yeah, I like, think
1: DC did. I wouldn't be surprised. DC. It's either two thing with DC. DC would just did it because you know it's DC, or DC cleverly did it because they knew it could get people wound up and people were going to talk about it. <laughs>
0: Well, DC loves Batman more than any other superhero, so you know.
1: Yeah, why well, not? well, last year was Superman's seventy-five year anniversary, and all we got was uh, one Flash animation.
0: I will admit that short was really beautiful, but come on, I think we need to deserve more than just Man of Steel. Come on.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, you got a feature film, so you can't really complain that much.
0: Um, and speaking of feature films, oh yeah, um, Son of Batman. Fuck this movie. <laughs> just, I, yeah. You know, I hate to say it, but this movie was awful. This movie was fucking god-awful.
1: <laughs> was it just me, or did the animation felt really off?
0: It, I don't know. It, it I looked know. ugly. The animation oh, was really... I, lo- I love the opening, because the opening is fucking hilarious, where they're think? just training, and then they just show up, and then the, the guy in the Gatling gun shoots all the ninjas. It's hilarious. Okay
1: then Gore basically gets in that tower. How does that machine work? And she's, like, cranking that handle and all the arrows going out, and apparently it blows up helicopters. How
0: how does that work? Explosions! Uh,
1: It makes no sense. It makes no sense.
0: Oh, God. And and she says the funniest line (laughs) in the entire... We gotta bring him back, you know, we just throw him in the Lazarus pit. No, he's too far gone. Bullshit! Bullshit! (laughs) Wasn't
1: Rachel Sagoad the same guy that got shot in the head and they put him in the Lazarus pit, he'd still survive? (laughs) Is that true? I heard heard that from someone. Is that true? He actually gets... I'm pretty sure,
0: yeah. Because the dude has survived so much shit. (laughs) So, you know.
1: (laughs) Yeah. The game with Raish again, he's a character that writers seem to like to fuck around with his continuity quite a bit, because no one really can't make up his mind if he's a thousand years old, a hundred years old, or if he's immortal, he's not immortal. That's the bloody stupid thing with Raish <laughs> <sighs> Al Oh, God. But, um, yeah, it's just... And especially with Raish's animation as well. I know he's not in the film that much at the start. His eyes look like they were bulging out of his head. <laughs>
0: I I don't know what they were trying to go for, because I'm like, are you trying to make him look Asian or Arab? Because I'm pretty sure he's supposed to be Arab (laughs) last night. When I watched
1: all his ninjas, I thought to myself, when I saw the design, I went, oh my god, why did it look like the ninjas out of Naruto? (laughs) They seriously did! And I'm like, what are the... It felt like they were going, it looks like... I just hit on the nail. They were trying to make it look like Naruto, the animation. It felt like that. It felt like Japanese anim- anime a little bit.
0: And you know what pisses me off? The one thing I will never forgive this movie for: the characterization of Deathstroke. Fucking hated that shit. His interpretation is really bad. How? how... First of all, he would never, never get played by Damien. Never. He would bitch slap that fucking little shit bag in two seconds. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm... And I hate. I hate the retcon. He was never a member of the League of Shadows. He did not give a shit about race. He wasn't like, oh, you know, why don't you pick me? Blah blah blah. Fuck you. That's not the Deathstroke I know. Oh.
1: Oh yeah. But yeah. Also, the...
0: yeah. Damien is the one who butchered his eye. Bullshit.
1: Huh. Oh yeah, Damien's voiced by um, the person who does Ang from the Last endbender. is it just me? In, in concept, on paper, that sounds like a perfect casting choice. But when you see, until it,
0: you actually hear him, yeah, it sounds like whiniest little shit ever.
1: <laughs> I don't know how that could have gone wrong. On paper, that sounds that sounds like perfect casting. But then when you get put it in actual making, you look at it and you're just like, oh, okay, so for some weird reason this is not working. Um,
0: oh god, my favorite uh, uh, line between the two. Uh, what was it? uh, Ray, uh What was it? Uh, my grandfather's dead. Raish. How many grandfathers do I have?
1: I was <laughs> just like, you have two, you little shit.
0: <laughs> and I love how Batman is like, well, you know, he's your son. Okay, I'll yeah. take care of him. You know, <laughs> whatever.
1: He's, he's, he's not like, can we have a DNA test? You know, because I don't know if you're lying. This is a ploy and everything. I, I know you look really sexy in that dress. You got your leg all over me, but still. You know, and I know you and me got jiggy with it at one time, but, you know, can we have a DNA test actually prove he's my son? Nope. You're going to go off of a boat and fuck off? Okay, okay, fine. Alfred, look off the ship. I'm off.
0: <laughs> oh, God, and Killer Croc. Killer Croc is just... Why? Why? His
1: animation look ugly
0: as well. <laughs> you know? The tail is... I'm sorry. If he's on steroids, shouldn't he be bigger and more powerful? Why does he... He's supposed to be on steroids. Why does he Batman beat him easily? That makes no sense. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well the writers for this are actually kinda of, like, like they had a writer and a screenwriter for this and the story writer was um James Rob Robson. You know who he is?
0: what did he write?
1: Uh, he did just um Justice Idea of America and um Starman. He was the uh um, wow. <sighs> He was the co creator for Starman.
0: Oh my god.
1: And, but and also, you can tell when he's not a great. Um, I'm not saying he's a bad writer, but um, his best known screenplay was the 2003 movie version of League of Extraordinary Gentlemen.
0: <laughs> oh my god, no. That explains a lot. <laughs> But that then a explains
1: writer, a lot. <laughs> then they've got a screenplay writer in to rewrite it, um, Joe R. Lansdon. Um, you might know him as um, a well-known writer who worked on Batman: The Animated Series. No. Yeah, he no. was. He, he wrote the. Um, he was most known for writing the Jonah Hex and Rachel Guo episode.
0: No. Yeah. Oh good. How did he go from that to this?
1: Uh, wow! Wha- wow! No, no, seriously, look it up. Oh my god. See, he was the screen. He was the screenplay writer.
0: So you have a guy who should know how to write these characters. Who wrote one of the best Batman, Batman <laughs> episodes? Because th- that episode was so good. Because it said, "Look, I can tell a story without you know needing Batman." You know. Yeah. <laughs> That was the story that made me a Jonah Hex fan. You know, that was my first exposure to the character.
1: Yeah. So you know,
0: God damn. <laughs> I just wanted to throw
1: that out there before we continue talking about this. Um, yeah, it's. I don't know. It, it was a. It was some good stuff in it, and everything. I I, I like the little references to like when Batman went to Arkham Asylum when are walking down the and you see all the cells and you hear like the coin flip and the Joker laughing. I thought that was kind of cool. You know.
0: Yeah, and also, didn't it seem out of character for Batman 2, I don't know, rip fucking uh, uh, Killer, Killer Croc's tail off. off? What the fuck?
1: His excuse? <laughs> you, you know what that reminds me of? You know in Batman The Dark Knight Returns, when he, he actually said, no, gun, um, guns, are, are, like, guns are lethal, I would never use it. And then in, in an earlier panel, I can't remember, earlier panel or later panel, he gets out a machine gun, he shoots, he shoots like a thug in, in, in the chest.
0: Or, oh God, what was it? uh, Fucking Frank Miller's bullshit and uh, fucking, I'm the goddamn Batman. <laughs> I beat everyone.
1: Oh, you <laughs> mean he made that one off the cut joke in All Star Batman. And then in every single, almost in every single line, he used it I again. hate
0: that version of Batman because he was just a complete another dickbag to everyone. And he's like, you know, I don't want to talk to Green Lantern. He's a pussy. <laughs>
1: You know what made me feel bad about that is the fact that um that I think he's gone a record saying that um that Batman All Star Batman is the Dark Knight returns Batman.
0: <laughs> oh no. I I think my favorite excuse was oh it was supposed to be a parody. No it wasn't, shut up. Don't yeah. don't try to cover your ass, Frank. Don't try.
1: Yeah, that's what I mean. That 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 all Star Batman took so long to came out because it's just like you had one. of the and
0: you know, and you know what's funny? The 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 original thi- the original plan was it was supposed to be only twelve issues. Yeah. But the problem was, you had and Jim- Frank was. Yeah. And the, and Frank was so incompetent because I remember Jim Lee went on record saying that he would wait. I think a month or two. Before we even got the fucking scripts to work off them, yeah, because Frank's too incompetent to send them the, to send him the scripts. Yeah, and it was supposed to be just twelve issues. And guess what? It never finished the twelve issues. It only it went up to issue ten, and that was it.
1: Edinburgh, so Edinburgh.
0: yeah, so that's it. You know, I don't, I don't know. even know if DC re-released it, collecting the tenth issue because. The, the hardcover they only released it it covers the only the first nine issues so you know yeah. forever and complete.
1: <laughs> kind of awkward but yeah um, I I thought one scene in in Son of Batman was quite good um the, when when Damian meets um Dick for the first time Dick Grayson Nightwing I thought that was quite a good sequence I don't know I did yeah. It, this one thing did, the one thing this film did, like, it did have some funny moments, sort of things. Like, um, you see, you see those two back getting a fight, and you see, like, uh, Nightwing's, like, oh, shit, sort, sort of sort face. And then suddenly just cuts to Batman driving the Batmobile. He answers it. He's like, he's just like, dick, what's up? He went, yeah, um, I found a kid. He said he knows you. And you just see, see him tied up like a, little, like a little gremlin on top of a um, flagpole, sort of thing. And you see, like, um, Nightwing all covered in bruises and cuts and everything like that. I thought that was quite funny.
0: <laughs> I do, I, like
1: that. you know I again
0: love. I mean I, I like you know the interactions with, with you know the Bat family that was good but everything else was just garbage like yeah. it didn't feel like a Batman movie and I hate the fact that Talia would be beaten that easily come on But well, what Talia will be to my death that easily <laughs> <laughs> like come on it's like oh we're gonna charge the castle and I'm like Really, you're he's, he's <laughs> taking over the League of Assassins, and you're just gonna charge in with a few guys, okay? Yeah. And I also,
1: <laughs> I find it quite weird that Mamba actually turns up in this. I, I, it, that felt so weird that subplot.
0: Oh, I, well, you I, mean I, though? I, to me the weirdest thing, and I swear to God, this is the most surreal fucking thing I've seen in my life was when he goes into the lab and he fights the. Gorilla with bat wings. Yeah. I'm like, what is this? <laughs>
1: you know what I mean? It's like the whole Matt bat, Man Bat storyline, it's in the film. I don't know whether or not that's supposed to be the main storyline or the main it's supposed to be the main focus side story or anything like that. Because the story's all over the place. With, yeah, with this. it's this. Like-
0: because I thought it was just going to be like a tale of revenge, like you know, Deathstroke comes in, kills kills uh, Damian, uh, kills Rache, and Damian wants revenge, and that was the the entire thing. But then again, this was the Grant Morrison story, so you know.
1: <laughs> well, you, well, you mean um, the whole story of Sethro um, comes back in to kill Raichon? Goldberg apparently he was supposed to be his apprentice and be, um, the, be the. No, that's the weird thing. No,
0: that's the weird thing. It's like because in the original story, he wasn't in there. So, I don't know why he was added in there, because it just, it's not Deathstroke, it doesn't feel like Deathstroke, because Deathstroke is just a hired assassin, he does not give a shit about fucking brace or working for, you know, being part of the League of Assassins, because he was never that guy, you know? It just pisses me the fuck off, and, yeah, I truly believe that he would get his eye beaten out by a fucking, you know, 11 year old, yeah, sure.
1: So overall, um, this is not, if you're new to the DC animation films, this is a recommendation. Don't start off with this. Be honest. This is possibly the one of the worst places you can start. If you want to watch a good Batman animation film, um, I can recommend you three off the top of my head, which are very worthy contenders. Uh, Mask of the Phantasm. You can't go wrong there. Uh, Batman Under the Red Hood, another fantastic bit of written piece as well, and The Dark Knight Returns. You
0: can't yeah, go you, wrong with any of those. Got,
1: ones yeah, you, for,
0: you, uh, you forgot uh, Batman Beyond Return of the Joker. Yeah, that's another good one as well. That's another
1: just you know, I mean, one as it well. just, you, don't
0: mean Those are I, I mean, it, It's weird because like you just listed off those and those movies are fantastic and, and you look at this and you're like, why is this a Batman movie? This should not... This doesn't even come close to being on the same level, and, you know, I'm like, is this... I don't know, they just seem to be struggling with this. I mean, I'll give DC credit for keeping this going as long as they have, because, you know, it started out, like, back in 2007, and it's been going on for quite a while now. But at the same time, I'm kind of thinking that they're starting to struggle a little bit with their adaptations...
1: Yeah, well, I mean, in some ways, to be honest, ever since the New 52 reboot, um, some stuff have worked for the better, and some stuff hasn't, to be honest. It's a very hit and miss. To be fair, in in favour for Batman in the New 52, it has helped the character a lot, to be
0: honest. Because if you... Yeah, yeah, I mean, I'm not talking about like New 52, I'm talking about like uh, the animated movies, because I think they're starting to struggle with those...
1: Well, that would mean, like, Bruce Timm left the main DC animation team, so... And uh, there, there's been word going around, apparently, all the new adaptations are going to be based off the new 52 lines, so I have no idea how that's going to happen. I, I think Bruce Timm said, before he left, he wanted to do four projects. Two of them was two more Batman ones, and he wanted to do an Aquaman and a Green Arrow animation thing. The two Batman ones was supposed to be, he wanted to, he wanted to do the killing, the Killing Joke... Which is the Al Moore one? Uh, which and and Mark Hamill gone on record said if he wants to if he wants to do the Joker again, that's the only one he will come back for, because he said he loves the kill and joke. And then the second one was Batman I, IRP, which is a weird choice, but you know, they, they, if you look at under the red hoodie, Green, the comic version of it, they they did do a good good job on that. And he, so you know.
0: I just think th- I just think the thing is it's like they're not. I mean, the next one is like based on the Arkham games, and that looks promising because you know Kevin Conroy and you know uh, that whole Arkham universe thing, and you know I and it's a Suicide Squad a Suicide Squad story, so you know I'm happy with that. But the problem I have with it is like it's Suicide Squad, but where's uh, where's Deathstroke? Because at the end of Arkham Origins. Amanda Waller goes up to him and says, you know, I have a mission for you, you know, and it's, you know, uh Suicide Squad, um, uh, what was it, document she throws at him and he's like, you know, yeah. he gives her a look. And I'm thinking to myself, if this is supposed to take place after, you know, at at some point during, you know, later later on in the Arkham universe, I'm kind of thinking to myself, well, where's the, uh, where's Deathstroke? Because he's supposed to be part of the team.
1: Yeah. Well the thing is is at the moment with Deathstroke in the DC sort of thing, I think ever since Green Arrow his popularity has taken a boost.
0: Yeah, I mean hell, I mean Arrow. they're relaunching they they're relaunching uh, Suicide Squad, the book, with him, uh, Black Manta and Joker's daughter as new members, so you know. <laughs> we'll wait and Happy.
1: see. We'll wait and see how that's gonna go. Well,
0: you know, again, uh, DC does this all the time. When a book struggles and it's not doing well, they just end it and then relaunch it under a new title. Looking at you, Teen Titans.
1: <laughs> what do you mean Teen Teen,
0: teen Titan go? <laughs> no. <laughs> God no. <laughs> mm. Talking about the new fifty two Teen Titans, where the book didn't do so well and it ended and then they're like, ah oh, fuck it, just you know, start it all over again. Yeah. Which I fucking called it, <laughs> fucking called it.
1: So yeah, um, anything else to say about Son of Batman?
0: Don't waste your time with it. If you're gonna watch a Batman movie, watch you know uh, Under the Red Hood. If you want like one of the best the best ones to watch.
1: Yeah, that's probably the best bet I can say. It's because it's not that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, um, yeah. There's any more news to talk about in the comic world? I, I want. I,
0: um, I wanted to ask you, um, seeing as you're you know a Sonic fan and all, yeah. Uh, what do you, uh, have you been keeping up with? uh, uh Archie.
1: Yes, I have. I've been enjoying the main run. I'm still going on the theory Sonic's going to snap at one point. In each issue, there's been like a tiny panel of him just losing it. I still go with the theory. I reckon he's going to snap and he's going to turn... They. I don't want to say he's going to turn into evil supersonic, but I reckon he something similar. Um, <laughs> Sonic Universe can literally go fuck itself at the moment.
0: No, you didn't.
1: <laughs> I did not like it. I hated what they did with with, with the whole... I, I was reading it, and I was like, I am trying to like you, but for some strange reason. It's like, okay, the, okay, the dialogue between Omega, between Omega dialogue in it is fucking hilarious. It's, like, really well written. Like, the dialogue the chemistry between Team Dark, the writing for that, writes for itself, really well done. On the other hand, the bad guys were a letdown. Um, Black Death?
0: Really? <laughs> I know, because it's like, you know you can't use Black Doom, because I swear to God, when I was reading that, it's like, um, you can't use Black Doom because he's, you know, one of the Deft. characters that isn't, we can't we can't use him, and it's like, oh no, I'm not Black I'm not Black Doom, My my original character, no, Black no, Death.
1: You, you, you want to know why Black Death's there? Apparently he's a spawn of Black Doom. Who is like his second in command that he sent to another planet to take over while in the meantime Black Doom goes to Earth. That's the reason why Black Death's even there.
0: <laughs> He's just like, I was here the entire time. Couldn't uh, have invaded at any point, but yeah. you know, I was just chilling.
1: <laughs> and we can't forget his little psychic kick, kick, um, Calypse.
0: The dark I swear to god, when I when I saw that I'm like Star Scream, Star Scream, Star Scream <laughs> Yes. He's so star
1: if you you read it right
0: yeah, yourself. no, I read it, I, yeah. I I read that arc, and I sort of got, when I read, was reading the first issue, I'm like, this is, this is, what was it, uh, Starship Troopers, because I'm like, they had the, they had the guys from Gun dressed up in the Starship, Starship Troopers get up, and had them fighting those guys, and I'm like, this is Starship Troopers.
1: <laughs> yeah, with the whole nuke and everything, uh, it was like, i got to admit, the, the fight scene between Black Death and Shadow was good, and the conversation between, and also, it's sort of like, decreased Black Death. Death. I can't believe I said that twice in a sentence, um, more lacklustre, when Shadow says, says this line, it's a, you're half, half, half the being that Black Doom was, I can take you out just in my normal, regular form, I don't have to go super the deal with you, and I'm just like, okay, um, badass moment, but you just completely utterly destroyed the whole story arc. Well, what you're saying? Yeah, because it's like, wait a minute, those... if you
0: could take because it's like, wait a minute, if you could take this guy out at any <laughs> any time, then why the fuck did you need to go with the, uh, the rest of the team? You could have just went in yourself, you know?
1: <laughs> yeah, I and mean, it's just like, I don't know. It really bugs me, and it's just like. We know Eclipse is going to come back because it's teased so badly when you see that spaceship he's flying in and it crashes on the floating island. He's going to be back. And you know what the next... Because cause, cause,
0: cause when I looked at the design, I'm like, this character looks way too detailed to be like a one-issue villain. Like, he's going to come yeah. back as a main villain at some point.
1: Yeah. And you know... Um, you know he's coming... Um, you know the next um our, the whole next sonic universe story is, right? What is it? It's uh, Knuckles, uh meeting up with the Chaotix again. Cuz you got to remember we we're, we're, we're in a new continuity now. Um for those who haven't been reading um recently Sonic Sonic the Sonic Archie comic for the first time ever went through a reboot. And a reboot that was done right. I just want to <laughs> make that clear.
0: Um but, I'm looking at you cataclysm. <laughs>
1: And um, with this, um, Knuckles is going to be beating the Chaotix for the first time again. And for the people who don't know what's been going on, why they did a reboot, uh, but wouldn't be surprised half the reason is because of um, like yeah. um, the whole yeah the lawsuit with that one particular artist that got a bit pissed off that his characters were still being used and he was no longer working for the company, for, for the Archie company, or writing for the, Sonic, the, the Knuckles comics.
0: Yeah, because it became a whole deal, and he's like, Look, this is what we're going to do. We're going to get you to keep the rights to your characters, but we're going to, like, you know, erase them from the continuity. And they did, yeah. and I went to him, Yeah.
1: Yeah, because, like, a lot of people were like, Okay, you basically sent all the echidnas to an ultimate universe now. Because cool, this is what people don't realize. All the echidna characters were written by him, except for Knuckles. And, um,. They sent them all to a parallel universe. But now the um, continuity is reset. We see Knuckles for the first time again. I'm guessing he's going to be on his own. He's going to have no memory whatsoever of anything. Because um, for those that don't know, um, the only characters' memories that have been reset are pretty much the main freedom fighters. And that's it. And also one, two bad guys. That's it. And the two bad guys being Ictus Norgus remembers everything and Dr. Robotnik, Eggman, At the bad guys.
0: Well, Norgus has to remember his memories because his arc is unfinished.
1: Yeah, I know. It's like <laughs> it, they haven't finished the arc, so it's it's kind of mucked up to continuity. But at the same time, I'm glad that they rebooted rebooted because it got to the point when it was getting a little bit confusing to follow in some aspects. Because like they were rapping stuff like nearly, nearly two decades ago, you know.
0: Yeah, and I'm and I'm kind of happy that some of the horrible issues from the previous run in the comics are no longer canon. You know the one I'm talking about.
1: Do do we have <laughs> to mention it?
0: It was so bad it it got its own nickname, the slap. That is all you need to know. Mhm.
1: <laughs> yeah that's what i mean it, it, it's it's it, that's what i mean i've been enjoying it. also i've been loving the main line of i like what they're doing with sonic it's kind of weird seeing Sonic pet dog into an actual normal regular character and like that. I've done a review of talking about the um free the four part uh, countdown the countdown thing and i think i I'm really enjoying it i think they're going in the right direction with with, with the sonic art. Arch- comics i just hope they keep it, keep keep an eye on it and stay on board with it sort of thing you know because like it is sonic archie comics a lot of people give sonic jet for its writing if you want to read if you want to read something good from sonic the hedgehog read the sonic archie comic the writing's really good in it
0: yeah because it's it's just like the um transformers comics where they're more written towards an adult audience i would say
1: yeah, like it's a product that has uh, basically uh, it can be read by anyone but has an adult themes in it. Yeah. It you know, it's actually
0: cuz it, you know, it started out as a, as a it, it's crazy to think that it started out. It started out like just a, a tie into the Sad AM comic and it's A.M. cartoon and then it became its own thing after the after the cartoon ended.
1: Yeah, it, it became its own continuity, and it did sort out a lot of stuff that needs to be sorted out, and it, it became its own thing, and um, the only thing I don't like about the reboot, um, in general, is that some some of the character's designs were a bit odd.
0: <laughs> Antoine looks um, horrible, I'm sorry.
1: Yeah. <laughs> you know what he reminds me of? Um, you remember when Owen Hart came out, when he pa- we passed the, the nation domination?
0: <laughs> that what he looks like to me. <laughs> oh god! Jo- joins a bunch of uh, I don't know crows, and he's like the only, the only coyote in that. <laughs>
1: yeah, but you know, fantastic run. I'm really enjoying it. I can't wait to see more.
0: I'm just, I'm, I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm kind of just curious to see like where other characters fit into the reboot. Like, you know... Now, I
1: mean, a lot of the characters not been introduced yet. I know Professor Pickle just been introduced for the first time ever. <laughs> so, you know what? Um, I applaud them. Uh, I, I'm really happy with the Sonic writing. I've always been a fan of the Sonic Archie comic. I think I've been put off them by once and it was the whole Scourge thing. But, you know... Um, not saying Scourge was a bad character, but, um...
0: No, that was a weird yeah. arc, because the main storyline wasn't good, but then after that you got the Sonic Universe continuation. Yeah. And that was so much better, and I'm like, why wasn't this the main story? Yeah, <laughs> I know.
1: Yeah, if you ever read that, read Breakout. Breakout's really good. That was, was it called Breakout, the
0: Sonic Universe story? I think so. Yeah. Because that, that's what I love about the Sonic Universe Line it's because it, it's 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 the it's the side sub characters. it's the it's the side characters and I like that a lot because not a lot of comics do that I mean I I wish more more of them would have like <laughs> side uh, you know side stuff to see oh you know what what is this character doing right now I mean and it's 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 fascinating and it's it's I think the only time I think the Scourge storyline is like I think the only one out of all of them that actually focused on the villains for once I think yeah. out of all the ones that have been yeah. made.
1: I mean, I think the only storyline that focused on Sonic at all was the um, build-up to the whole um, Iron Queen storyline. Well, during the Iron Queen storyline, the the of the Iron Queen. That's another... Speaking of villains, they haven't touched on them for a while. Where the bloody hell is Snippling and everything like that? So I'm
0: kidding. <laughs> no, I mean, because like, cause, cause last, last I heard of him, he was, like, reunited with the Iron Queen, and yeah. they looked like they were going to do something, but then the reboot happened, so... Yeah. I don't know. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I don't know. It's kind of weird. Um, but yeah, I'm looking forward to to this reboot, and I hope hopefully it's going to be good. It's it, it, it's getting good. I'm, I'm really really I I love the Sonic Archie comics, the bits and you know, everything like that. I, mean, I I really enjoyed the UK Sonic Sonic comics until they got cancelled. But you know, it happens.
0: I wish I, w- I kind of wish like um someone do do like a regeneration one light type thing, which like you know continue a, a proper continuation to the Sonic the Comic thing because I. Because, you know, as much as I like Archie, it's not like the comic is the much better...
1: Yeah, it's it's a it's very more adult-themed one, especially in the young... I wouldn't say the very, very first lot, but once it actually got built into the main storyline of the whole theme of it, it had some really dark undertones and some really good pop cult re- references. Like, the um, Brotherhood of Metalix was a big reference to Doctor Who with with the Daleks. This... this for those who don't know, this was way, way before they brought Doctor Who back on television Division mainstream. Um, yeah, and also Brutus is a very good a very good reference to um, to the Roman Empire thing with Julius Caesar, who wouldn't get off the throne and Brutus was the guy that stabbed him in the back. Really, It's really well-written. And also, this is the thing I like. At the last Summer of Sonic, um, the writers actually came back, the head writer actually came back and wrote a storyline. Within, within that storyline of, basically, Sonic um, Sonic and Tails, basically looking at Johnny Lightfoot. Johnny Lightfoot is a character that got killed by Chaos in the Chaos arc. It was, like, the last arc in the whole um, Sonic the Hedgehog storyline. And it's, basically, Sonic meets his younger self, so a bit of a tie in the Sonic Generations. Um, but Johnny basically sees the statue, that basically, he dies. And... Sonny doesn't know how to deal with it after when he sees the statue, and all he says he turns to him and says, "I understand." And I thought that was such so well done. Like he knows he's going to die, but he's going, he's he's taking it. He basically he's accepted. Like he knew he died for a good reason. Like he doesn't know how he died, but he just knows he does die.
0: Yeah, I think that, um, and you yeah. don't see that a lot in in like the um archie comics i mean not not a knock on them i love the i love the books but they have not yet reached that emotional moment for me yeah. where it's just like you know wow <laughs> yeah you know and, um, and it, they're good they're fun i'm not saying that they're bad or anything i mean I love them to death but still i mean i wish i kind of wish that they would explore more yeah. oh, oh. you know because i feel like there are there is a lot of potential that is yeah. still untapped oh. with these characters
1: for anyone who wants to be curious about the UK Sonic the comic sort of thing, if you want to read them, I recommend two stories for you: um, the Chaos Arc, which is the very last storyline, which is the longest arc by the way, and um, Running Wild. The story Running Wild is amazing because uh, for those who don't know, they do a little bit of thing differently with Super Sonic. C. He's not a good guy; he's pure evil. <laughs> when Sonic turns Super Sonic. You better run for your life, because he will murder you up straight front. He will not give a shit. And in Running Wild, he does turn evil. And this is like, a have a emotional sequence where he actually go back to the Freedom Fighters HQ and does try to destroy and kill everything and all of them. Which is a very good storyline. I recommend if you're going to read them, those are the stories. If, if you read those two storylines, you don't get in Sonic, um, Sonic the comic, I don't know what other storyline I can recommend for you to get into it.
0: Hmm.
1: And also, it's even more mucked up in the storyline when um, you find out how Robotnik is created. That's even more messed
0: up. <laughs> That's really messed up. Kindleborg and then he becomes Robotnik. <laughs> yeah.
1: I'm not going to say what it, how, how it happened, but when you find out how it does happen, oh my god.
0: <laughs> it's really messed up. And I gotta admit, like as much as I like, <clears throat> I mean, I think to me, I- Ian Flynn's uh, Egg Robotnik comes close to to the original um, Sonic the Comic Robotnik, where he's yeah. evil as all shit, you yeah. know, but goofy at the same time. <laughs>
1: yeah. Well, again, um, like I said, um, when they retrain because when he starts off in the comics in the UK one, they base him off the video game design, and then around the time when Adventure Sonic the Hedgehog came out. Apparently the writers and artists liked it, like that design more. And this is not really much of a spoiler, but when he does change into that new design, he basically turns himself into a giant egg, and when he hatches out of it, he turns into that new look. <laughs> I know that's crazy, and I think they even they even make jokes about it. It's very early on; it's one of the first big storylines, and um they um They even joke about it in, in the later issues of it, which is quite interesting and grimer his psych he's, he's high psychic in it, like his right hand man sort of thing, like his head scientist of all his bagnecks. um he's quite a good character as well originally um they wanted to use Snivelly, but um then they found out they don't have the, they can't use him because they don't have the rights for him, so they invented grimer
0: Not to mention it one of my favorite villains in the later run, uh, Captain Plunder. Oh, he was awesome.
1: And, uh, <laughs> oh, my God, <laughs> he's so cool. He, uh, that's another thing. Read the Captain Plunder storylines. They are so funny. I actually got one of the original panels um, in, from his last run um, because in the storyline, he basically meets up a whole pot cult restaurant, a bunch of female pilots, pirates, and they call themselves the Spice Pirates. Oh, my God. I know, horrible. <laughs> even, they admitted, even they admitted multiple times when fans ask him about it. It was a terrible idea. Um, but I got one of the original panels, um, one of the actual original big panel prints upstairs of that run with Captain Plunder on it upstairs. Uh,
0: <laughs> and I think I think uh, you went to a convention at one point and you got uh, the artist to commission a Plunder picture. <laughs>
1: yeah, I have got him do a Plunder picture and also a Robotnik one. And also the same artist also I got a um, knuckle. I actually got a knuckle print as well. It's from um, the when Doctor Sacri returns in that arc. <laughs> again if again, read the knuckles stuff as well read the knuckles strips as well the knuckles strips are very well done and the artwork of the knuckles strips is so beautiful because it's done all in ink coloring and stuff like that and I've got the original panels upstairs and if you look at it closely the original panels you can tell it's done in ink it's such beautiful artwork yeah. and a little, fan, little fan, fan Nigel Dobby has said that the reason why he liked doing knuckles more because he said his worst colour that he has to deal with when he does, does the original artwork was blue I <laughs> oh. asked him about it. He went. He went. Yeah. Um. He said, "Who's your favorite character?" Oh, I like your knuckle stuff and everything. Well, oh, no, that's good. And I said, "Well, why? Why didn't? Why didn't? Why didn't do any of the Sonic stuff?" And he went, "Oh, I just hated. I just hated the color." He just said, "I hate, to hate dealing with the color blue. Cause it didn't work with my art style." And I thought, "Okay, fair enough."
0: <laughs> well, I think that's it. Yep. Um. Thanks, you know, thanks for everyone for being patient and um, hope we filled you up with a lot of content. And, uh, yeah, uh, we're going to be going back. I'm going to do my best to go back on a regular schedule, so you're going to be seeing more episodes. And, uh you know, thanks. And hopefully Tom will be back joining us for more episodes, hopefully. Bye. <laughs> bye. <laughs> well, bye.